good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Noah's Window. If you were with me yesterday, I shared with you how that Marianas and I have often wanted to just sort of take lessons that we've pulled out of our daily devotions and share them on Noah's Window. And the reason why I'm doing that uh, was twofold. Number one, I think the lessons that I share with you will be beneficial. But by the same token, I just want to share with you also uh how I think when Mary Alice is reading scripture to me. We, we, we read every day, or at least we try to read every day. We read through the one-year Bible. And whenever I sit down to listen to Mary Alice, I usually, I'll get my coffee cup. It's, it's usually first thing in the morning. And I'll, I'll think to myself as I get ready to listen, I want, to, I want something that speaks to my heart today. In other words, when we read through the Bible, it's not like just taking our vitamins or you know doing something that we've scheduled into our day. Our, our, our prayer, our goal is to get a message from the Word of God that speaks into our lives. And so as she reads, and if, if you've never read through the one-year Bible, it might be a good thing to check out sometime. The one-year Bible has a reading from the Old Testament, a reading from the New Testament, and then a reading from Psalms and a verse or two typically from the book of Proverbs. Uh, so when we read through the Old Testament, and it can be a challenge sometimes, as I shared yesterday, because you can be in scriptures that give a lot of back information, almost like an encyclopedia, like the construction of the tabernacle or the laws of the Old Testament that many of those ceremonial laws that the Jewish people had are not written for us today. But still, in all of that, oftentimes there'll be some key lesson that I take out of that. Well, a few weeks ago, Mary Alice was reading through Exodus 32. And as she read, it was like God's Holy Spirit just showed me so many great truths. I shared some of them with you yesterday. I want to just pull a couple of verses uh, out for today and uh, show you what I was thinking as Mary Alice read through this. I'm in Exodus 32 in the 15th and 16th verse. This is after Moses uh, has been told by God that the people have uh, built a golden calf and, and they've, they've gone crazy. It, Moses turned and went down the mountain. He held in his hands the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. Now look at verse 16. These tablets were God's work. The words on them were written by God himself. The first time that Moses got the tablets of stone, the Bible indicates that they were written with the hand of God. I find that really intriguing. And as Mary Alice read the other day, I thought to myself, you know, there were three times in the Bible in which something was written by the hand of God. And as I thought through those three, those three accounts of God writing with his hand, it hit me that it was as if those three accounts of God's writing told the story of the Bible. Let me give them to you real quickly. Here's the first one. God wrote the law. He, he wrote the commandments on the tablets with, with his hand. That's the first time that we see God writing. The second time, and you may have guessed these already, or at least one of the two, the second time that we see the hand of God writing is in the book of Daniel. Um, if you were with us on Clash of Dynasties 2, the Daniel Chronicles, you'll remember that I told the story of a king named Belshazzar. Belshazzar was the last of the Babylonian kings. And he was a wicked man. Uh, he had thrown a wicked party in which the nobles of Babylon were all getting as drunk as they possibly could get. That was bad enough. But he, he decided to bring the gold vessels that were stripped out of the temple of Israel seven, 70 years before 
he, he took the vessels of the Lord and drank liquor out of them and they got drunk with them. It so enraged God that suddenly the Bible says in Daniel chapter five, there was the writing of a man's hand on the wall, which I believe to be the hand of God. And this time, it wasn't the law that God wrote. God wrote judgment. God said to Belshazzar with the writing on the wall, you were weighed in the balances and found wanting. And part of that judgment was tonight, your kingdom is gonna be taken away from you. So we have the first writing of God in giving us the law. The second writing was when obviously the law had been broken and the hand of God wrote judgment. Some of you already know where I'm going with this last one. The last time the hand of God wrote that we can see in the Bible is in the Gospel of John chapter 8. And it's Jesus himself, God in skin. God came in the flesh, Emmanuel. A woman has been brought to Jesus by Jesus' enemies. The religious elite who hated Jesus so much were always trying to trap him, either with breaking the law of God or with breaking the law of Rome. They're always trying to find some sort of tricky way to catch him. We see that somewhat in our own culture today, but it was constant with Jesus. So what happened was the enemies of Jesus had found a woman who was caught in the very act of adultery. And they brought her to Jesus. I'm sure she was ashamed and, and uh, hurt and scared. They brought her to Jesus and they threw her down at Jesus' feet. Of course, why didn't they bring the man? That's interesting, but they didn't because both the man and the woman would have been equally guilty before God. But they bring the woman to Jesus. They throw, they throw her down at his feet and they said, Moses and the law says to stone her. Now, think about that for just a moment. We've already seen the hand of God write the law. We've seen the hand of God write judgment. And really, what they're saying is, Moses' law says to judge her, stone her. What do you say? And that's when Jesus wrote on the ground, the third time that we see the hand of God writing in the Bible. We don't know what he wrote. I mean, I've had... <laughs> I've preached on that so many times and so many people have given me their suggestions, but at the end of the day, we really don't know what Jesus wrote. But we do know this, that what he wrote so convicted his enemies that they all walked away and no one was left there but the woman. And Jesus said to the woman, where are your accusers? And she said, they've all gone away. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn, the, condemn you. Go and sin no more. Think about the three writings of the hand of God, the law, judgment, and grace. Now, somebody could hear that and say, maybe God is just easy on sin. That's not true. When Jesus wrote whatever he wrote that brought the forgiveness to that woman, it wasn't that Jesus was just sweeping her sin under the rug. What I thought about a few weeks ago when Mary Alice read this, I thought to myself, the hand that wrote could forgiveness could write forgiveness because a nail would go through it. He was going to pay for our breaking of God's law that brought judgment. So that's beautiful to me. Uh, when I read in Exodus 32 that those tablets were written by the hand of God himself, it blesses me to know that that was not the last time that God wrote. And all three things are true. The law of God is always perfect. 
And God, of course, is a God of judgment, just as he is a God of love. But in his grace and in his being willing to take our place with Jesus dying on the cross, he's able to offer every one of us grace and forgiveness. What an awesome God we have. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today so thankful for grace because if it hadn't been for Jesus dying on the cross for us, we would be subject to your writing of the law and the judgment that we deserve for breaking that law. Thank you so much for Jesus. Help us to share the good news of your gospel of grace with everyone we come across today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. I've got one more lesson that I mined out of Exodus 32 while Mary Alice was reading. And one more time, I hope this is a blessing to you. May God bless you today. And we just pray that God will meet you in your point of need today and that you'll be strengthened through the grace of God. Thank you.